somebody just raise your hands. I'm telling them nothing without you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Somebody say, I'm nothing without you, Jesus. Okay, good evening everybody, uh, good evening to as many of us that are online and you can hear my voice, good evening to as many that are yet to come online, as many that will still listen to this podcast at your convenient time. My name is Michael Ogbo, the Ambassador, aka The Ancestor, and this is The Livingstone Outreach. The Livingstone Outreach is a world outreach we talk, we get inspired, we get motivated, we spread our tentacles far and wide, and just as the eagles, we soar high beyond the horizon. The goal of the Livingstone Outreach is that you become a better version today what you were yesterday. And how do we intend to achieve this aim? By constantly acquiring as much skills and as much knowledge as possible, so that you become an updated version of yourself today. I welcome you to tonight's podcast. Uh, today is uh, Monday, the 12th day in the month of September. 2022 uh yes the day has come you know there's this african proverb that either fights are run away leaves to fight another day bar um but i will i think i should coin out one proverb on either runs away or shy away from responsibility will one day be caught uh, <laughs> uh i have a wonderful person in the house with me this evening uh, you know the Livingstone Outreach is people oriented uh, we are very much interested in people uh, in as much as we want to dish out the word we so believe that we have so much to learn from other people as well so an apostle is in the house a wonderful brother uh, a brother that I love to tease a lot <laughs> uh maybe when you hear his name you will know why i i, I want to say what i'm saying now uh, there was a time i told him that if you want to print your wedding ivy please let it be that it is your son name wed the sister don't go and put your name that uh, because his name is sounding feminine <laughs> i was speaking of no other person but but that sharon shalongwa a wonderful brother from hey he will, you have time to introduce himself to you so um, the livingstone outreach is privileged to have brother sharon in our podcast tonight and together we'll be doing justice to the topic handling evans investments handling evans investments Jesus. 
Okay, I'm glad to know that you're still there. The Livingstone Outreach is still the platform you are listening to. And my name is still Michael Ogbo, the ambassador. Now, imagine um, seeing a wedding invitation. Sharon weds Angela. What will you think? <laughs> a lesbian wedding, right? <laughs> no, but actually, this Sharon is a man. And believe me, this is like the first time I get to hear a man bearing that name, Sharon. Uh, but we always call him Shalangwa. I think I love that one, Shalangwa, better than Sharon. Uh-huh. So, uh, the next voice you shall hear now, you will hear now, is the voice of Brother Sharon. Uh, he will be introducing himself and he will be telling us a little about himself uh, before I will lay the foundation for this evening's discussion and then we'll see how far God will take us tonight. Good evening, everyone. Uh, as you said earlier, my name is Shalangwa Sharon, uh, and I'm glad to be in your midst tonight. And it's a privilege to be here, actually, in Livingstone Outreach Ministry, right? Glory to God. <laughs> uh, I'm grateful to be here. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much, sir. Share you from the thickness of that voice. You know that uh, that's an apostolic voice. But I shall long You see, uh, when I did my appreciation podcast for the Livingstone Outreach, uh, I really appreciated NCCF on those states. And every other person that I actually appreciated, I told us that um, I have to appreciate NCCF on those states because all of these persons that I will be appreciating, I met them through NCCF on those states. So Bashalangwa Sharon is one of those brothers that um, passed through NCCF on those states. Although I had served and I had finished service many years ago before they came, but they came and in their own time, they actually made impact. So I think uh, I will not be mistaken if I say it's one of the persons that can actually speak on tonight's topic and then Evans investment so let me quickly do a background um lay the foundation first before we hand over to Oga at the top uh-huh, to dish out God's counsel uh to us concerning this topic now remember the book of ecclesiastics advises us to go learn from the ants how to live in wisdom if you meet me i will tell you the better way to learn investment is to go meet the ebos now when we are talking about uh, investment now they are good at business and investments uh, one major rule of business is no businessman wants to run at a loss Every step and investment of a businessman is aimed at making profit. Now, there is a businessman that is above every other businessman, a God Almighty. Uh, you might want to ask, how does this consign me? Uh, the kingdom, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. For God's will to be done on earth, it is that you and I will rise as kingdom men to bring his will 
on earth now based on this you are heaven's investments to bring the will of the father to pass on the earth so the father places you here as his investment and then he keeps investing on you with the aim of seeing you yielding desired results for the kingdom so for every single day that is graciously given to you it is heaven's investment upon you for every time you yield to heaven's dealings and promptings to fast to pray and to engage in any spiritual activities you build more and more capacity to replicate god's kingdom here on earth now in business and investment a good businessman must know that he can never avoid risk so what is the risk that heaven is taking over you being heaven's investment uh, the world system is hostile to anyone who is not a part of him and anyone who refuses to conform to him so you see trials and temptations are bound to come majorly to test all of god's dealings and investment upon your life so of all all of the fastings the prayers studying of the word and every other spiritual activities will be tested for every time you stand your ground and choose not to compromise heaven gains and for every time you fail and yield to trials and temptation heaven runs at a loss Okay, so we want to appreciate uh, Minister Dunsi Oyekan for the first song, the song that started up the tone for tonight's podcast. Uh, Absolutely nothing is what he titled it. Now you see the song have changed uh, because we are now into business. And then um, first of all, we have laid the foundation, handling everyone's investment. I want to believe that Shalango have a lot to say concerning this topic and then um we'll just hand over the mic to him and let's see how far god will take us tonight so uh the next voice you shall hear now to bring god's counsel to us is the voice of brother sharon all right um i appreciate everyone again i thank everyone again and i'm grateful to be here again um i i want to appreciate my brother for this great opportunity actually yeah it's a very very big opportunity to speak before everybody and then to actually air out the counsel of god concerning man and the counsel of god concerning our life can we pray in jesus name father we bless you we give you all the glory and we worship you we thank you for tonight we thank you for your word we thank you for what you are doing through this ministry we thank you that you are going to bless us indeed tonight in the name of jesus 
and our life will never be the same again in the name of Jesus. All right, the topic says heaven investment, handling heaven investment. First of all, we need to understand that heaven is an environment. And if you talk about heaven, it means an environment that captures the reality of God and that can host God and then God can be able to stay within that environment. So we call that environment heaven. Amen. Now, investment, like he has said, it can be in terms of finance or resources that you put into something so that it can bring something in return. Praise God. So that means heaven is putting something into man and heaven is expecting a return in the life of a man. Praise God. Now, that is why the first assignment of man, God did not make mistake. He says, um, as my brother was quoting earlier in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God, right? And his righteousness, because heaven has invested so much in your life. So it is expected that you seek his interest, right? So that you can bring a return. Hallelujah. So that you can bring a return. So that is the agenda of God for mankind. Now, let's look at a man called Paul. Now, Paul was a great minister of God and a great minister of the gospel, actually. So um, he was so he was so zealous, you get. Paul was so zealous to the extent that he was killing people because of God. But it was an ignorant way of what? Of bringing a return to God. It was what? A wrong way. But on his way to Damascus, as he gave testimony in Acts chapter 26 before Felix. Now, on his way to Damascus, the Lord encountered him. The Lord what? The Lord encountered Paul. And then he told him that why does he persecute him? And if you read it down to chapter 2 verse 25, 26, you hear where God was saying you cannot kick against a prick. And then he became blind and God sent him to a man that will commission him so that he will become an investment of God. So, and Ananias decided to pray for him after God has spoken to him actually concerning somebody that is coming to him, which is Paul, and decided to speak to him and then prayed for him and his eyes got open. Now, my interest is not all this story. My interest is verse 26 where Jesus himself was telling Paul, Hallelujah. Let me read it for us. He said, But rise and stand upon thy feet. For I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness. Both of these things which thou hast seen. Now, he has seen Christ. He appeared to him in light. Amen. He has appeared to him in light. And then God, he wants him to be a minister of the things that he has seen. And then look at the latter part. He said, and of those things which I will appear unto thee. So that was an investment in, in the life of a man. And it was expected that Paul will journey with the revelation that God will continue to show him. And then he will begin to journey with the revelation that God will show him later. Right? So that he can bring the... His assignment was to bring a particular kind of fruit 
a particular kind of interest, a particular kind of profit to God, which is the Gentiles. That was his assignment. He said he has made him a minister and a witness. A minister and a witness. And then to, to, to what? For the Gentiles, to bring Gentiles as a prophet unto God. Hallelujah. So now as a believer, if you are a Christian, which I trust, if you are listening to me, Amen. God will reach out to your heart, even as I speak in the name of Jesus. If you are here to know Jesus, Jesus will come to you. Amen. Before we finish this, in the name of Jesus. Now, it is expected that the day you decide to give your life to Jesus, they say that the day that you decide to willingly give your heart to Jesus, now heavy resources have been invested into you which is the Holy Ghost. Amen. And then the, pro, the, the fruit that you were supposed to bring was to bring people that are yet to know Jesus to know Jesus. Amen. Now that is how to handle heavenly resources because God does not give you himself so that you can remain the way you are. He gives you himself so that you can become like him and then you can draw others to become like him. Amen. If you are getting me. Hallelujah. Amen. So that was the journey of a believer. And that was the journey of Paul. And that is the journey that God expects from every believer. That as heaven begins to, to invest into you, as heaven begins to, 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 to give so much to you, it is expected of you also to bring back to heaven. Now, how do we bring to the heaven? Hallelujah. Let's look at um, Acts chapter 6 verse 4. Now, it was still about the apostle before we enter into other things. It was still about the apostle. Now, there was a time that there were some dispute between the widows, that there were people that were not taking care of the widows, and then they wanted the apostles to serve the widows. But the apostle couldn't do that way because they have a way of learning of the investment that God has given them. And if they don't stay with God, they will not be able to have an understanding of what God has actually given to them. So they went into what, what they said, verse 6 was that, verse 4 was that they will give themselves to prayer, one, that was an investment, down, and then what? To the study of the scripture so that they can learn of the things that heaven has deposited upon their life amen. amen now and then when they study so much they came to the understanding and then when you begin to read the later part of the chapter is that more were added into the church and many signs and wonders were done why because they came into the understanding of heaven resources that has been invested into their life and it is time for them to bring harvest to god Hallelujah. And it was time for them to bring harvest unto God. So they, began, so they began to learn about God. They began to study the word of God. And they began to pray. That is giving their life to God. Now, we are getting further to the understanding of what this investment is all about. And then how to handle it. Now, how do you handle this investment? Now, you must live a life of holiness. As a believer, if you want the all of God and you want the best of God, is that holiness must be the first thing that should be your pursuit in life. Even far before the fruit, which is the men that you are bringing to Jesus, is that as a believer, you must live a life of holiness. God does not work with a man that is perverse or profane. God does not work with a man 
that, that, that owns his own life. God does not work with a man that is not wholly submitted to God. God works with a man that is deliberately holy. That is why the Bible says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, that you will present yourself. Right? You will be what? Holy and acceptable. That is the kind of service you can actually do to God. The first service that you can give to God is that you become a holy man. Because that is how God works. He's so holy that he cannot behold iniquity. Yes, you can decide to say that you are a righteous man. And I have given my life to Jesus. So whatever I do with myself, and that is the life from the devil. Right? A man that has given his life to Jesus has lost his life. There is nothing like, I have given my life to Jesus, so I'm a righteous man. Whatever I do does not matter. My spirit is safe. Your spirit is safe, but you will not enjoy the best of God. You are not a holy man. You cannot represent God. So God cannot give you himself. God cannot decide to will himself to you. God cannot decide to invest anything into you. God invests himself into a man that wholeheartedly decides to, 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 to live a life of holiness. Hallelujah. So that is the first assignment of a man that God can invest into him. And God can give him a resource to go into business to bring fruit unto him. Is that you must live a life of holiness. Holiness is an important aspect of our life as believers. You cannot decide to say now, okay, because you are saved, you fornicate and you think God is happy with you. No, he, apart from fornication, you lie or you, you, you do ungodly things and you think that heaven is happy with you. Heaven is not happy with you actually. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, another thing is that in John chapter 15, where you see abiding, abiding means remaining in God. The things that you have learned. The next thing is what? Abiding. The things that you have learned, the things that you have read, the things that you have seen, is that you must abide in God. Abiding in God means eating of God. Because Jesus is the bread of life. Jesus is the water of life. That's what he said to the woman at the well. If she can drink this water, she will never test again. She will never test again. Hallelujah. Yes. So you must abide in the things that Jesus has taught through the scripture. I'm just trying to be as simple as I can. You must abide through the teachings of God which is in the world. The, now, the principal word of God is not your vision. The principal word of God is not the voice you hear. The principal word of God is not your pastor that you hear. Hearing them and seeing them, are they important? Yes. They are important. God speaks through them. But the principal way that God communicates to a man is through the scripture, which is the Bible. Because he is the God of the Bible. If you read John 1, verse 1, you begin to see that. Hallelujah. So you can't decide to run your life based on what people have said to you. You are not yet a believer. You are not a serious believer. You can't run your life based on the things that you have seen in your dream. You are not a serious believer. You can't run your life by the words that you hear in your ear. A demon can come at any time to speak to you. Amen. So that is not the way you run your life. The way you run your life is through the scriptures. So you abide in God by what? By studying the scripture. 
Amen. Now, knowledge is important. You come to the understanding of the scripture is also important. Amen. Amen. Now, after you have come into the understanding of the scripture, you will not see the result of your understanding. You will not see the results of the things, of the knowledge that you have acquired by reading. Amen. Amen. You will only see the realities of the things you understood, the realities of the things that you have read by practicing a practical life of the scripture make you a true believer. When Jesus was to send his disciples, he gave them their, his name. He gave them authority and he gave them power to go and cast out devils and to preach in his name. Now, if all they knew was what he told them and they never acted on it, they will never return with a testimony. They will never return with testimony that the devils were obedient unto them. Hallelujah. So you become a true believer by practicing the things that you have had. We have lazy believers. We have believers that think all you need to do is to stay in church, is to go to church for Sunday services. After Sunday services, come back to your own house and sleep again and go back to church, come back and sleep. No, that is not how to serve God. How to serve God is to practice the things that you have learned, the things that you have read. So if you don't practice it, you are not yet a correct believer. Every man in the Bible practice what God has told him. Can we, can we look at the life of David? Bible said, this is a man that will do all, all my will. So David is a man after my own heart. Why? Because David will do. It is not that David will read, David will hear. Dave, no, David will do all my will. So David was a man after God's own heart. So Christ must come through his lineage. Amen. Now, let's look at the life of Enoch. Enoch pleased God. How? It's not by reading. It's by doing to please God. So God was so pleased with him that he took him alive. Can we look at Abraham? Abraham was a man of faith that his faith was counted unto him for right. I'm just trying to look at how to handle heaven, heaven investment. How to handle heaven investment. Because heaven has actually invested so much. Do you know your price? There is nothing that is greater than Jesus in heaven. That's what God gives you. That is the investment he decided to invest into your life. And if you waste it, you have wasted heaven resources. You have wasted the greatest resource on the planet of the earth. You have wasted the greatest resource in heaven. You understand? So that is how to live as a believer. Abiding God, you must live the life of righteousness. You must live the life of righteousness. You must abide in God. And then you must become a practical believer. You must become a practical believer. Now, for example, now let's look at... Um, Philippians chapter 4 from verse 6. He said, be anxious. How do I become anxious? I will decide not to be anxious for nothing. Then how do I respond with the things that will make me anxious? Is to pray and then to present it with thanksgiving. Now, I'm living a life of practical uh, Christianity. Amen. Pra that is practical Christianity. Now, the Bible says you should study to show yourself. I study the word of God. I'm showing myself approved, a workman. That needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You get that is how to live a life, amen. amen. Now, apart from that, is that you go all out, your heart must pant hard, your heart must what must ah, the fuel of your living as a believer is a hunger for God. 
Your heart must work. Pant very hard after God. If not, you fizzle out. As a believer, you will give up. You will give up. You will give up so easily. Because the day that you decided to say yes to Jesus, you become an enemy to the world. So everything in the world is actually against you because you're a believer. And how to stand against it is to chase hard again after God. So that God's business becomes your business. God's pain becomes your pain. God's cry becomes your cry. That you can see a thing in the society and then you decide not to, not to give your eyes sleep until God changes it. Oh, you see, you see, you see the life that people are living in the community. You will not give yourself sleep until you see God change it. You cry day and night. Oh God, come. You must change the situation. Amen. Amen. So that is how to handle heaven. That is how to handle heaven resources. That is how to what? How to handle heaven resources. Heaven has invested so much into your life. You cannot waste it. You can't waste your life like that. You can't waste your destiny. Hope you know that the things that you're chasing, even the finance that you're chasing, it is in the it is it, it is in the curriculum of God for your life because you're a believer. Oh, you have not read that God become Hebrew chapter 6, verse Hebrew chapter 11, verse 6. That he that must come to God must first believe that he is, and that is a rewarder of them. How? That diligently seek him. It is part of the curriculum for you that you are going to get. Or is it Matthew chapter 6, chapter 6 verse 33? That every other thing shall be added unto you because you seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Or you have not read. Also, that the Bible is saying that you shall serve the Lord your God and he will what? Bless your bread and water and do what? And take away sickness from the midst of thee. So all the things you are chasing is actually part of your Christian living that you prosper. Just that it's not the emphasis. The emphasis is the kingdom. But every other thing is added because every resource belongs to the kingdom. Every resource belongs to the kingdom. It belongs to the kingdom. So I want you to rise up and become a serious believer. I want you to rise up and become a serious Christian. I want you to rise up and pursue God's agenda for your life. God's agenda for your life. Discover what God wants you to do. And hope you know that is a lie. Anybody that tell you that the things that you love to do, the thing, I, the thing that you love to do most, that is your purpose on earth. That person lied to you. That preacher lied to you. Let's 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 look at the Bible. What you what you love to do most is not what God wants for you. What God wants for you is what the Bible has said He wants for you. Amen. Amen. Mm. Let's look at Ephesians first. Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 18. Let's look at Ephesians first. All right, let me start from verse. Let me start from verse 15. Wherefore I also after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayer, that the eyes of your that the making mention of you in my prayer that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ and the Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, and the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know are you hearing now that you may know what is the hope of his 
call him and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the sand and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards you who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in christ when he raised him from the dead and set him as at his own right hand in heavenly places and above all principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world but also in that which is to come and had put all things how under his feet and gave him so the knowledge of the will of god is your is your purpose in life the knowledge of the will of god eh, that you begin to pursue the will of god for your life the will of god for your life not the things you love to do the will of god for your life is the will is the is your own purpose on earth the will of god for your life not the things you love to do i love to play football but it's not the will of god for me it is easy to play football, but it's not the will of God. Well, the will of God is what he wants you to do. Don't be carried away that, okay, because I love to sing, now I become an artist. So that is, no, find out, is that the will of God for you? Is that the ministry that God has committed into you? Hallelujah. Amen. Let, let me read again chapter 2, verse 18. Chapter 2, verse 18. Amen. Amen. All right, let me start from 11. Wherefore, remember that being in time past, Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcised, by which is called the circumcision in the flesh by hands, and that, that at that time ye were without Christ, being alien from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God, in the world but now in christ jesus he who sometimes were far off are made high by the blood of jesus i mean near by the blood of jesus for he is our peace who had made both one and had broken down the middle wall of part partition between us having abolished in the flesh the enmity between even the law of commandment containing in ordinances for to make in himself of twine one new man so making peace and that he might reconcile what but unto god in one body by cross having slain the enmity thereby and came and preached peace to you which were afar off and to them that were near for through him we both have what access by one spirit unto the father now therefore ye are no more stranger or foreigners but fellow citizens with the saint and of the household of god and are built upon the foundations of the apostles and prophet and jesus christ who himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building fitly world you are built upon the foundations of the apostles you are built your life is built upon the foundations of christ jesus Hallelujah. And Colossians also tell us that Christ wants to be preeminence over all things. Christ wants to be preeminence, huh? want to have preeminence over all things. Hallelujah. So I want you to know that the purpose of God for you is what he wants you to do, not what you love to do. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I know that you are blessed. God bless you tonight. Okay, um, thank you very much um, to the wonderful man of God that is here in the house this evening. Uh, this is still the Livingstone Outreach and the voice you just heard is a voice of, uh, I call him Apostle, Apostle 
Sharon Shalangwa. Okay, sir, before you go, we are not done with you yet. Um, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, for God's will to be done on earth, it is that you and I will rise as kingdom men to bring his will on earth. Can you please expand a little on this? Uh, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, for God's will, uh, because God will not come down to bring his will to pass on earth, uh, neither will he send his angels to bring the will to pass on earth. Uh, it is that you and I will rise as kingdom men to bring his, um, his will to pass on earth. Amen. Amen. Now, uh, Jesus was telling his disciples, I think, I believe, in Matthew chapter 6, Amen, verse 9 and 10. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. What is the kingdom? The kingdom simply means influence. So the influence of God should come upon the face of the earth. What is the will of God? The purposes of God the purposes of God. Now, as he has said earlier, and I have said also, that God will invest into you which he has given you his son. And then it is expected of you to, to, to bring fruit unto him, right? Hallelujah. Now, it is expected that as a believer, you need to rise to see to it that the influence of God is upon the face of the earth. The mandate is that all mankind, all creation will come under the Lordship of Jesus and the influence of heaven. And then God is not coming to do that. That is why I started with Paul. Paul has to go and bring it to the Gentiles. So you need to rise to bring the influence of God upon your first upon your family. In fact, first upon your life, your family, your territory, then upon the nation as a whole. So that is how to bring the will of God upon the face of the earth. That you know the mandate of God and then you bring the influence of God. Hallelujah. If you're a man of God, you must rise to the extent that Jesus is seen everywhere that you are. If you're a businessman in your business, you must rise to the extent that the integrity of God is felt through your business and every customer that comes can encounter God through the integrity of God that is in your life. If you're a speaker or a motivational speaker somewhere, you must see to it that the integrity is not that you'll be lying to us that this one is not this, this one. No, you must see to it that the integrity of God is seen through your life. Amen. In that sphere that God has given you. If you're a politician, the same thing. Amen. It's not that God will come down now and come and start. No, he expects you. That's why he invested Christ. He invested the Holy One into your life. He invested the Holy One into your life. So you must rise to see that the purposes of God is seen upon the face of He's He's counting on you, actually. Jesus is counting on you. Yes, Jesus is counting on you. He's counting on me. Amen.
okay i'm glad to know that you're still there i'm glad to know that we are still having a wonderful time in god's presence uh i always tell people that um as you journey through life there are certain persons that god will bring your way to actually help your life help your destiny and help your ministry so i want to thank god for the gift of men and i want to thank god for the life of uh apostle shalangwa sharon Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for allowing God to use you for us this evening on the Livingstone Outreach. We have been discussing handling everyone's investment and I want to believe that you were richly blessed. Now, the size of our package for this evening will not be more than this. Please join our Telegram page, the Livingstone Outreach search for our page on facebook the living stone outreach um follow us on twitter the living stone outreach follow us on instagram the living stone outreach now the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you the lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace do have a lovely and a wonderful evening uh, your comments your contribution and your feedback will be highly appreciated for our listeners outside the shores of nigeria thank you for your support and your contributions so far uh your comments and your contributions and your suggestions as well as your question can be sent to this whatsapp number plus two three four eight zero nine one five eight six eight two five i take that again plus two three four eight zero nine one five eight six eight two five my name is Tim michael Ogbo, the ambassador aka the ancestor and the livingstone outreach is saying thank you very much to brother shalangwa sharon for making um our time to come check up on us today and for blessing our lives and we pray that the lord will richly bless you as well and the lord will multiply and increase you on every side do have a lovely a wonderful uh a blissful uh i can just go on and on to talk about um the Livingstone Outreach and all that and all that. But please uh, do well to follow us tomorrow morning between the hours of 6 a.m. and 6 30 uh, for morning meditations. Uh, check out for the link always and then uh, follow us on all of our social media platforms and we'll see how the Lord will bless us together. Do have a lovely and a wonderful evening. Shalom. <music>